record on this motherfucker. So uh, let's see what we got here. Let's go here. And then... This painting here, I bought it 10 years ago for $60,000. I could sell it today for six hundred. Welcome to the greatest late night DJ show on Twitter. It's all of us radio and we came to party, baby. The metaverse, crypto. Hey, what's going on, Lord? Bro, like, this is one of the best shows, like, best shows I've been on. You're a phenomenal host. No, man, Warlords, he's day one, man. Yeah, I've been a huge fan. I remember the 24-hour spaces. I remember all the spaces when the project launched. Uh, I, when I heard you were going to be here, I had to come to the bar. You know, I'll shamelessly plug Lore Lord's NFT right now. Go ahead and buy that. <laughs> it's going to sit you up here just like I am with, like, legends. I'm not fucking leaving. Absolutely fucking right. I'm not going anywhere. We got, boop, 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 boop. hold on, we got new shots. We fucking, let's see here. Let's see if we can bring it back up. Let's see if we can bring it back up. Let's see if he makes it in time uh, for the motherfucking uh, uh, shout outs. Let's see if he hears it. All right, he's on there. And you know how we start off every motherfucking show, homie? We do it with shout outs. Fucking take this nice deep pause here. Fucking, we got, uh, who do we got here? We got, boop, 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 in the house, got fucking big bad Britney reporting live all the way from the west coast. We got talk three much. The motherfucker talks so much, can't do to talk too much, can't talk too much, talks three much. Double speaking. We got big bad juice president of late night spaces. Holy shit, terrible Ryan is in the building. Motherfucking Pootie Tang. I fucking not Scotty, bro. What are we gonna do for not Scotty today? Hey, bro. You know that motherfucker that shortchanged you? You know, you were working at the clerk fucking office, fucking getting gas, and the motherfucker said, uh, he dropped you at 20, and you know, you know you only put seven on, and you know you're getting 13 back, but you say you only give him three? His name was Scotty, S-C-O-T-T-I, and you're looking for him all over the internet, and you ran into this fucking profile right here, I can promise you that is not Scotty. Not Scotty, he was framed. We got Lux Pleb, man. Make sure you check out our fucking uh, YouTube show. Probably DJs, but probably DJs. We got Red Sox. Party fucking animal. Ladies and gentlemen, how the fuck are we? I'm hyped, bro. I'm happy to be here. I'm about to pour myself a glass of wine. Talk to talk three much, not talk too much, talk three much. God damn I'm ready. Bro, can we get him to talk four much? Or yeah. is that, that's not a thing. Let's we don't see. have that. Hey, listen, I'm web three, so it's talk three much. Thank you, guys. <laughs> By the way, I just want to say one thing. You guys, like, this is one of the dopest faces intro. I'm actually blown away that you guys actually have it this professionally set up. So respect and props to all of you. Oh, dude, fucking thank you so much, man. It, it gets better. <laughs> uh, we, got, we got more shit coming up. We're just not, uh, we're just Hey, not you're going to have to throw me and Red Sox guys some tips on, on how to get stuff like this set up. 
Oh, bro, it's just fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, a six-pack of beer um, and a fucking shitty idea. Then you, what you do is you just get both of those things, you write it down, you play music in the back, and then you say whatever shitty idea you wrote on your phone. And uh, that's the way it comes out, bro. In um, all seriousness, though, we have <laughs> we have an ad token. So if anyone, uh, if anyone likes these ads that go on in the beginning of the show, you know, grab an ad token from uh, Lord Lord's bio, and uh, we'll make you a personal one. Whoa, whoa, explain to me how that works. That's pretty cool, too. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can do it for you. I'll po- post it up right here. So you just Uh-oh, go up. turn into the Talk Three Much Lord Lord interview. I already know it. He's going to start asking us questions and getting all the value from us. We're, we need to ask you questions, buddy. Yeah, but shit, well. <laughs> Honestly, that is what I do. But yeah, yeah, all right, I got you. <laughs> But I still will shamelessly plug myself since you asked. Uh, Yeah, man, you just go to that link right there. Uh, 0.05, I think they are, and we get you an ad token. It usually lasts about a month or whenever I'm fucking uh, tired of hearing the same thing. In fact, I think I'm going to do one for... I'm gonna think I'm gonna do one for DJ and Coffee, a fun one, since they fucking they've been so cool to us, uh, and and hooked us up with uh, with twelve weeks. Oh fuck, today's Thursday. I, I should have fucking mentioned that we're giving away a DJ and Coffee. Um, we can still do it. Um, let me see what we got here. Fucking uh, Eddie Britt, what the fuck, man? How's the how's the day been? How's it treating you so far? Bro, not bad for a little pump fake on the podcast. That's never happened before. I was like, yo, what is going on? He was a co-host, and then all of a sudden he said it was unavailable. So then I was like, what is going on here? But, yeah, um, glad, glad we uh, rebooted and everybody jumped back in. So I appreciate everybody who, who came into there. I honestly thought that he heard the, the intro and was like, fuck this. What the fuck is this, dude? <laughs> You're funny, bro. <laughs> I'm not fucking coming on this. These fucking weirdos doing over here. Uh, fucking um, yeah, man. We're fucking we're wild. Um, fuck yeah, Britt. How are you doing, homie? Man, I'm feeling good. Um, I got some bad news at work today, but well, not today. This week, but it's it's becoming more serious. I don't think I'll be like as affected as the rest of the agency, but I was hoping for a Christmas bonus. I'm not going to get. So now I'm just kind of annoyed. But I'm gonna. It's all good. It's all good. Um, I thought it was Brittany. What do you do, if I may ask? I'm in PR. Oh wow, really? You're in PR. Actually, can I actually hit you up after the spaces? I have some questions actually about PR specifically. Absolutely, bro. Love thank that. You. Thank you. Thank you. I thought you were going to say it was a herpes outbreak. I was like, well, you won't be affected at all, Brady. You're going to be fine. You're going to be absolutely fine, dude. Uh, it was running rampant through the office. It's really bad. Uh, people are afraid to use the toilets right now. Uh, I don't feel safe. I feel like this is a toxic working environment. No, never mind. Um, fuck. <laughs> all right. We got to just get into this astrology report and fuck, get this going. Let's, let's jump into that. Uh, let's fucking go. Wait, Britt, do you have an astrology report for us today? Absolutely. Let's fucking go. It is time for the astrology report. Let's find out what's in your orbit. Let's find out if you should be bullish, bearish, or a complete fucking degen. Not financial advice. <laughs> Let's fucking go. All right, all right. Today is November 17th. We are still in Scorpio season. Mars is in Taurus, Venus is in Scorpio, and Mercury is in Scorpio. The moon is in Leo. Sol is at $13. ETH is at $1,200. Bitcoin is at 16 k 
What's in my orbit today? The Gutter Cat Gang. This is my last announcement. We will be at Born and Hungry this coming Saturday, 12 to 3 in Long Beach. If you're a part of the Gutter Cat Gang, please fill out the token proof form and see you there. Um, Cryptoria, the snapshot just released. Creeps, um, seed phrase just slept creeps. And today we have Rango back with poker. Um, we're doing games. The, the voice chat and discord is open and popping again. So we're trying to bring back those, those bull market vibes. Um, our guest tonight is Talk Three Much, aka Talk Too Much. He's a content creator for the NRN Network, and that concludes today's report. Let's fucking go. Um, fuck yeah, bro. That's a great report, man. Uh, I, I your your mood has improved since Monday. I'm going to tell you, Brittany. Can you can you explain some stuff to me because you said some stuff. I, I just want to learn. You said, um, and I'm very curious because I do somehow all astrology just happens to be true. What does it mean when you said the moon is in Leo? Um, Leo is a stronger sign, so you're more confident when the moon is in Leo. You're able to uh, go for your desires, be more assertive with with what you want and with what we, with what you're pursuing. But also not financial advice, bro. So that part. So communication is strong. It's not looked at. It's not um, advised that you start anything new right now. It's really just advised that you tend to what you have already been working on and what you've been trying to get situated in life right now. That's actually fantastic advice. Uh, for some, that actually is really good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm taking it oh, to the bank. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm a Virgo, and what happens when the moon goes to uh, to Virgo mode? Virgo mode. Virgo is it mode. like just like totally anti antisocial and just kind of to itself and people don't go out much or spend money or is it like, you know, bear market vibes? Um, when the moon is in Virgo, you come it feels emotional expression. Um, you don't act impulsively, so you're not really probably like you're saying, going out spending money, you're it's not an impulsive Time. but it's emotional because ryan sounded emotional there that i mean yeah, that that sounded like something is everything bad is everything going to be bad is the bear market happening is it is it horrible is it horrible is is my month horrible do i is it terrible yeah, no. is it, <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh beautiful dude look man bro. um dude uh tonight's guest bro yeah like you said man fucking from nrn doing all kinds of dope shit um talks three months man I, I fucking i'm a big fan of origin stories homie so can you tell me your origin story in crypto in nfts how you got to where you're at today homie well thank you man thank you for having me i really hate talking about myself because i'm actually i always do what you guys do so this is very weird um right now i'm the chief growth officer at a web3 startup in silicon valley called timely uh, we are building a tokenized platform that will be tokenizing people's time and letting them sell it on the blockchain. Uh, think of it as a Web3 version of Calendly. Uh, I mainly create content in the space for NRN and, and my dog in the crowd, uh, Mateo, a.k.a. Red Sox guy. Um, we have a Spaces every Tuesday and Friday. Quick show at 7 a.m. Pacific time, JPEGs and eggs. And, you know, speaking of origin stories, 
I I always knew I had to invest in Bitcoin. So in like 2019, I started investing in Bitcoin. Then I expanded into Ethereum. But I just in in early 2020, I remember I just I was hungry. It was halfway through the pandemic. I just wanted to prove myself. You know, I wanted I was I was I was 24, but I just remember I was looking for a career and I started my own. I went through a couple marketing agencies. I was in marketing, and I started my own and. I remember it took like a couple months went by. It was like January of 2021. And my roommate, who I have not seen in, in five years from college, pulls up to my house. Nice little reunion. And he tells me how successful he's been in crypto. We share some stories. But this, I shit you not, he turned around to me and he said, by the way, as he was leaving the house, uh, he just told me about his crypto portfolio. I was like, that was cool. But I wasn't like, you know, I didn't really care that much. It was to each his own. But he turned around and he said, yo, by the way, have you ever heard of NFTs? This was in January 2021. I don't know how to explain it. I didn't know what that word meant. But when I heard that, those three letters, it, it's like everything in my life shifted. I didn't even know what it meant. I just knew, holy shit. That's, I booked a BlockFi interview the next day. Um, shout out BlockFi, even though they got destroyed by FTX. <clears throat> uh then I, I was what I was going to say is after that, I booked a couple more interviews. with I don't know if you guys know who OSS is from NFT Now. Uh, he's like one of the co-hosts on NFT Now and Rug Radio. But he's, he has like 300K followers now. I interviewed him at 2,500 followers. I'm actually shocked that he grew that much. But I interviewed uh, Austin Griffith. I was the first person to interview the founders of Doodles. Um, or not Doodles, World of Women on camera. I, I interviewed the founders of Doodles, Gutter Cat Gang too. Uh, Brittany, that's cool that you work there. Well, I don't know if you're affiliated with them in some way. No, I'm cool. just a part of the the project. I just oh, nice, recently nice. became a part of the project and I'm ready to meet the DTG gang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're very active. Yeah, that's one of the, I'll give the Gutter Cats one thing. They're, they've always been one of the most active communities and, and they've repped through hard times and good times. But, that, yeah, that's how I just got to know people. Now, for me, throughout all this time, my one thing I can say is I, I wanted a job in crypto. So I worked various jobs. I worked at an NFT development agency called NFT Stadium um, back ooh, when I first started my career in, in, in the space. And then I worked, I ran Deadmau's. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys know the DJ Deadmau. He had an NFT department for his music metaverse company. I ran his NFT department as a product owner. And now I took a job at in Silicon Valley as the chief growth officer at a Web3 startup. And I really, this is the first time, and this is my first career product launch. And uh, yeah, this is how I ended up here. So one thing I will say, though, I, I'm very envious of you guys because I'm just going to give you guys so much props on the way you guys do this show, the organization. That's something I've been like starving for is to get a content model as organized as you guys have this. So I just got to give you guys massive, massive props. Fuck yeah, bro. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming to uh, to our humble abode, man. Mi casa es su casa, you know, as they say. Um, fuck yeah, bro. So you've done a lot so of that's shit. That's a great resume. That's an amazing fucking resume right there. Oh, I, I appreciate you. So, dude, when so you heard about what's funny to me is that you heard about NFTs, and I felt like it's like you, you, uh, like you, you fell in love with a girl for the first time. You're like, man, as soon as I heard yeah, NFT, literally, you nailed it. Literally, it's like seeing your love at first sight. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, what? What does that even mean? All I knew was like, I want that word. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I just knew that word was like goaded. When I heard it, it was like my light bulb moment. Um, so yeah. 
So what? So what, let me ask you this: What about? So I know that you heard the word, um, and uh, you you heard the word, and that got you. But what was it about it that made you stick around? You know, because as a as a kid, I used to draw all the time. I used to do uh, quite a bit of many things, and um, I don't know how to explain it. My creativity just left my life when I was a kid, and I just got into college. I was in a fraternity. And I was a big part of the social life in Las Vegas. Like I kind of got out of the trenches and I became, I entered this, I built like a social life. It built my confidence. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to dog that, but I definitely strayed away from my roots. And it was, it wasn't until after college where I got back into it. When I, I think when I heard that word, I think what inside of me, what, what I think got me that light bulb moment was I felt like it was a brand new creative landscape. And I felt like, okay, if it's a brand new creative landscape, I have a shot. Because that's my one skill. So I don't know. That's what kept me around. But what really, I just, I feel like, you know, you know, like um, when you find like your calling, like you cannot quit no matter, I haven't found the success I wanted to in the space. Um, like, but I can't quit. Like, I just feel like this is my calling. Like, I just don't even feel like anything else is an option. Yeah, dude, I, I'm with you 100% on that. Uh uh it has always been so it like but i feel the same exact way my thing is i'm just gonna keep fuck you know we keep going bro uh is really the motto here um our mission statement is smoke weed drink beer and interview rock stars um that's the official uh that's a hilarious mission statement bro. (laughs) easily achievable so so you, you 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 put out a lot of a lot of video content and um you know obviously like when i first found your page um you were giving like top 10 nft projects i think nft projects were dropping fucking weekly and you were i mean you were on top of it and you were you know you were giving a little insight in there and they were quick and it was like easily digestible and i was like yo a lot of people ain't doing videos like in a whole world of anon people what made you want to put the camera on yourself Bro, because I, I listen, my whole thing, just so you guys know, like I'm going to be very straightforward. My whole goal is to get to a place where I can have a farm somewhere and buy some animals that I'm scared of and hire some people to take care of them and create my anime or, or create some content. Like I just want to go in and live a peaceful life somewhere. So my whole goal is I got to just build a platform. So for me, it was money follows attention. So I got to get attention. But if I'll be honest on Twitter, it's hard for me to separate myself. I'm a great copywriter. But I feel like everybody's a great copywriter. I feel like we all can like entertain people through text in our own different ways, own different lingo. So for me, I was like, I need to separate myself somehow. And videos, I feel like here's the thing on videos is um, I've been very disorganized with my content. Like I've been waking up, posting a video a day. Whereas I feel like for me to level up, I want to like get three videos out a day. So I'm kind of creating a system right now to pump out better videos. I just feel like video content. And I'm telling all of you guys on it, like, I'll give you guys something Mateo and I do for our spaces, but you guys should definitely do for yours. Record, number one, screen record certain parts of this. But number two, get a look, look right. And one of you guys write this down. Look into Riverside. It's a podcasting recording platform. Okay. And while you guys are recording here, start a camera and like record a video version at the same time. So what Mateo and I do is we put headphones in these, in our phones, right? So we talk on Twitter through our phones with headphones so the voice doesn't echo. And then we have a video recording uh, as well. So why do we do this? Well, Mateo has some editors. So what we do is after the show, we cut up clips and we post them. We have video spaces clips. 
of us talking. And the reason we do this is, guys, let me make something very clear to you because I think what you guys have is super dope and you can take advantage of this massively. In January, there's going to be a paradigm shift in content creation. YouTube is going to be allowing 50-50 revenue split on ads on YouTube shorts with creators. I think they think they kind of, that they can afford this, which they could. But my thing is, I think they grossly underestimated how much money creators can make. So my whole thing is, I don't know if any of you have heard of the, heard of the anime One Piece. Uh, at the beginning of the show, they opened up saying, I left my treasure in one place, everybody go find it. And every pirate in the world goes after it. There's a treasure, like meaning there's a whole open market ready in January that's going to open up. And the first video creators to take advantage of this will go off. So for me, I'm nowhere near where I want to be video wise, but I'm telling you guys, like, especially with the way you guys have this show organized with the community you guys are building, definitely look into different ways you can extract video content from the spaces. I know it's complicated, but I think that we can all take advantage of the revenue split and the money that's coming our way. Uh, Hell yeah, bro. When, when I ran it, when I started my YouTube channel a couple years ago, um, I was actually one of the first people to upload shorts to YouTube and got major play on like the most randomest videos. Um, I'm still pushing out content there. We do, we do post clips from our spaces, but we don't do it like with the live recording. Like, uh, so basically right now, Lorelord's recording this, um, on his device as well. And we'll post this up to Spotify. But we have definitely seen we have definitely seen an increase in attention from just grabbing, you know, solid clips from from uh, from these shows because some people don't want to come into the spaces, obviously, but some people, um, you know, they want a reason to come into the spaces. That's another thing. And yeah, we've definitely felt like that is, uh, you know, uh, a whole nother lane for us as far as recycling this content and like repurposing it for other for other stuff. Um, are, are you, are you, uh, are you working on, on anything personally or are you just, are you just, uh, teaming up with your, you know, with your, your brand and stuff with people? Like, cause that, cause when I saw the first talk too much, all right, you know what, actually guys, let me tell you guys a story about when Brittany and I first met talk too much and it wasn't, it, he probably won't remember it. So let, let's, let's see if he does. We were leaving New York, uh, NFT NYC. And, um, you know, you go through the airport, you're pretty much passing by the same person a million times. Oh so like, my God. I you're, just put two and two together. Holy crap. <laughs> you're zigging and you're zagging through these lines. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing him multiple times and I'm like, I'm looking at Brittany and I'm like, oh, I know this guy. I've seen him on Twitter. He's definitely, he's definitely recommended some good shit on like on, on video. Which is which is something that stands out. Like I said, it's a, it was a world of anons at that time. So, um, anyways, I can see he starts talking to the security guard, and I can see he's kind of he's kind of antsy. He's like he's like in a hurry, and and basically, the security guard walks right up to me and goes, "Can this guy cut in front of you?" I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, he can cut in front of me, but only because I follow him on Twitter." And he was like, "What? You follow me on Twitter?" And that was like, wild, bro. You tripped me out. So I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. And I think at this time, you know, I probably do talk too much at like under 3,000 followers at this point. So uh, big dog now. He's probably doubled up. And well, it, it, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say is, is I'm, my, my Twitter, I haven't really, this is, I'm recently, just recently, like I promised my friend Red Sox that I would commit to Twitter again. I, I guess I kind of put it, I've just been working, I guess, but I'm recently, like now as I'm watching all you guys connect and like, I'm ready to get back in the trenches on Twitter big time. Like, 
I love what you guys are doing. So don't give me too much credit on Twitter. So, 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 so basically from that story, um, you know, talk pretty much got in front of me. So not only did he get in front of me a line, but now we go through security, we go through the checkpoints and he, he's telling a person like, yo, I'm about to miss my plane. I'm, I'm going to miss my plane. Like you, you guys got to open up another one. This line's too long, like blah, blah. And she listens to him. She literally goes, she opens up a whole new security gate door to throw your, you know, put your shoes off, put your shoes, whatever through. So we go through this whole clearance thing because, and, and mind you, I'm now second in line to go through. I, I was going to have to be in the back of the line with him as well. But since I let him go in front of me, we, I was, you know, right after him as well. And, uh, yeah, we, you know, we end up skating through uh, security clearance. That's what I do. I'll put the team on my back. I got us through that. No, that's hilarious, bro. I can't believe that was our situation. No, you literally, and it was like a mob mentality because once she showed any type of like, okay, I'm going to do it. Then the line started forming where it was like, then you had to stay tight by everybody because it was like people were trying to cut and get past. And uh, yeah, but anyway, talk too much. That was the first time that I met him and I realized, yo, this guy, if he's, if he's setting his mind to something, he's gonna do it. And I've all, I'm, I obviously, I've already followed him on Twitter previous to that because I seen something there, and I was like, "Yo, this, this guy has some flavor right here." So that was, uh, bro. Matt, just props to you. I just remember you showed me so much love. Like even, even when my wasn't really tweeting, like you showed me love. So I, Eddie, Matt, just props to you. I'm gonna hit you up after this show. Let's Dang. fucking go. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. I love that story. I remember fucking you telling that story here. Uh, fuck yeah, bro. Um, dude, so... Uh, oh, I have a question about Riverside. Can you do share screen on Riverside? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yes, you can. All right. All right. That's the next move then. Uh, I'll, set, I'll set it up fucking... I'll set it up. Um, yeah, man. Fucking... Uh, I'm, Dude, you have me dying with it. Are you pressing a button right now on a control board? Vamonos, puta. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Let me ask you. Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Well, how did you three come together? Oh, man. That's fucking it ancient history. Ancient it started history. with a rug. Yeah. Um, um, Lorlor was doing, uh, it was a rug radio before Faroque. It was actually, he was doing a <laughs> podcast for a rug and he had no content every week. And I was still showing up and I was like, man, this guy's tight. Like, it's crazy that he would get holders on from this club, this, uh, project called Wicked Bone Club. And he was doing something every week with, with someone, boom, boom. And then I, I saw it on Spotify and I was like, damn. And kind of like you talk too much, I've always, you know, I've had a podcast, I've had a blog, I've done music, I've tried these different avenues, and I always felt like, yo, I need someone who has the battery in their back that I do. Like, someone who brings, like, brings this extra execution to the table, and, and that was what Lorlor did. He was already recording, he was already uploading his stuff um, online for streaming, and I was like, damn, this dude's cool. So I ended up actually sending him, I didn't even know him, I sent him, like, this unstoppable domain of his thing, because I noticed he had it, the ENF for Lorelord, and I was like, oh, let me send him Lorelord.nft or something like that. And uh, from that day, we were, like, you know, we were definitely cool. Um, you know, he allowed me to go on to his podcast at one point when he was doing that. But um, I would say this, we really band together after uh, NFT NYC, actually. Uh, when we went out there, we held an event. With 2021 Lorelord. or 2022? This year, this year. And uh, it was June this year. No, nah, it was definitely before NFT NYC because before NFT, before NFT LA, 
we got a creeps and we met him and we hung out and we got in- initiated into the creeps community. So nah, it was definitely, we were already rocking him with him heavy before LA. It definitely. was like, okay. yeah, right after, right after we could bone club going into NFT LA, uh, and I fucking remember Britt laughing and saying, I told that fucking idiot to bitch. <laughs> I was like, damn, she fucking went hard on this fucking dude. And Eddie fucking uh, buy me that, that name. I just, I remember like uh, being in my and telling my wife, that's like fucking one of the coolest things that somebody's done. Like, um, you know, after yeah, but so he work. just, Eddie just had 10 ones. I actually spent money in that rug. Like I was buying Karens. I was buying apes. I was buying monsters. I, real fucking money on that shit god damn it we could have had it all see what you started we could have fucking had it all and it's all went to fucking shit and then fucking here you want to know how things went 360 bro so uh fucking after the rug after all this out of nowhere out of fucking nowhere uh the founders like yo i want to i want to fucking do an interview with lore lord uh, to like clear his name or whatever. This is like, well, I don't know how recent this was. I, I guess in NFT time, it's not that recent. So when I say, I'm like, oh, it happened last week and it happened months ago. Or it's so weird. I have no sense of time in this space. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, dude, it was a long, it, I don't know when it was, man. It was definitely before Halloween. Um, but he fucking came up and like, I don't think the interview went the way that he <laughs> He thought it was gonna go. Uh, that dude fucking thought. But yeah, man, we threw an event in NFT NYC, um, and that shit was dope as fuck. Uh, you can hear it; it's recorded. It's recorded. Uh, you can hear it on Spotify. Um, but we fucking I, again. I love mayhem. I love uh, craziness. So we just went into a bar and fucking it, it was set up there, and uh, you can hear people chatting in the background. It's fucking. It's chaos. Uh, the Lizard Queens yeah. did a show that night. I don't know. That shit was fucking dope. I fucking I loved everything about it, man. I'm ready to go again. I'm ready for I'm ready for uh for NFT NYC. What's the next event y'all are throwing? Uh, I mean, I could technically go to NFT Philly tomorrow and set up there. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking about that, but I, I also just kind of want to hang out and have a good time, like without fucking. Oh, let me jump on the jump on the microphone um so i don't know man we'll see um, i'll tell you guys that like obviously we've been friends with lower lord since you know last you know last year since last december october whenever we got into like the bone club but the all of us radio birth really came at the nft nyc event and it was because we threw that event together um in a sense i mean at first it was like oh let's throw an event and then it was like as the two weeks came into approaching like all of a sudden stuff started getting together a lot of creeps uh, holders came through with um, you know just uh, donations or, or whatever just to uh, I mean even their presence obviously so we piled out that whole bar um, and it, it, yeah that, that's why I consider that the first time that was like the first time we all got together to actually plan something and then obviously from there we've been doing the show pretty much every day since so yep Monday so through Friday let me ask like for me something that I, I always say this is is Something that I feel is very important is focus and just like staying consistent. But it's not just showing up every day, but like constantly improving, getting better, getting creative every day. How have you guys kind of maintained that? Because you've all been doing this for a while now. Wicked Bone I remember that, that, that project actually. So this has been quite a bit of time you guys have been doing this. It's the energy, honestly. I always come back for the energy. I could have a super shit day. Like, oh my God, I'm stressed about work, real life traffic, the market, whatever. But the energy here with Eddie and Laura and our guests, it just, it's 
enough. It makes me happy. It keeps me going and it keeps me coming back for more every time. Where do you live? You said traffic. Bro, LA is a mess right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, LA yeah, yeah, yeah. is okay, yeah. completely LA done for. I think LA, I was about just about to say LA was the worst traffic in America. No, it's, it's the worst traffic, especially after COVID. They say like we had a mass exodus um, during COVID and quarantine, but the amount of people that came in exceeds the amount of people that left. So traffic has been way worse. But during like November, December, January, every single year, it's just horrible because all these out-of-state drivers come and they stay with their family and they're driving rental cars and they're driving like, I don't know, anytime I see an out-of-state, I'm just like, go home, Oregon. Don't be driving. Take the bus because we can't handle it. No, I live. I, I live in the Bay Area. I just want to say I, I'm very. I'm from Vegas, but I'm just working out of the Bay Area. And out of all the places in California, LA is my favorite. But I definitely feel you on. I've never seen something like that. I'll be honest. Yeah, you mentioned having like a soft life in the country. That's literally what we're in Web three for. We want to, you know, belong to the fire movement, um, financial independence, retire early move to Solving, have a farm, have cows, have a lot of animals. And yeah, bro. So we're, we're in this for the same thing you are. We're trying to find that life as well. So do all three of you live in LA? No, that's the beautiful part about it, man, is that uh, I'm in Philly. Um, so I don't know. In my mind, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, my bad. I forgot. Yeah. In, in my mind, we have a Philly office and an LA office. <laughs> that's what the fuck I call it. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking good. Um, but fucking, yeah, man, that's the way. I don't know, man. It, and it's working out. I fucking, I love it. I love showing up every day. Uh, there's some days too where I'm like, fuck, I don't like, oh my God, I've had a long day and I'll jump in and it's like, oh, the podcast goes on longer than we expected it to go. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Those. Are I days. was just going to say that. I was going to say that there's days where I'm pulling off from work and I'm like, I'm sitting in the LA traffic. I'm running home. I, I, maybe I stop for a beer. Maybe I don't. I get into the house and, you know, we're, we're pretty much jumping on the show and like right then and there like sometimes i'm like damn this is about to be a long show and anytime i usually have those moments i get off the show ecstatic like oh shit we really uh you know we really accomplished something right there like because you know just nothing turns into something almost every time with these guys so but you guys upload your shows to spotify and, and anchor yeah uh spotify uh apple Podcasts, google play uh all of that man yeah in fact so soon we're hoping to do it for youtube Lord's working on a filming setup. I'm working on a filming setup, so we should be able to have some like viewable content. I want to say by the end of the year for sure. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then I'll be able to fucking do I'm gonna integrate the stuff that Eddie said he didn't want to do into it anyway, and he's gonna love it. And we're gonna fucking make it. Watch. That shit's gonna be so fucking fire. I can't wait for this shit. Um Yeah, dude, for real. I'm fucking pumped. Um Hey uh Lore. Hey uh uh so what are the statistics for your uh, for the podcasts that are on the other platforms like Spotify and stuff? Like, you know, uh, how how are those doing? Like, as far as like play wise, well, like I, I I'm on Spotify and I listen on Spotify, but um, I'm curious about the other platforms. 
So, I mean, it's nothing like, well, I can tell you this, uh, just recently, and I thought about making a post about it, but I was like, it's not really even that big of a deal. It's nothing, if I'm being honest with you. To date, we've had 2,000 plays. Um, uh, you know, uh, we've had 2000 plays across all platforms, according to, um, anchors metrics. Um, and it, it's not a lot though. You know what I mean? I mean, with 70 something episodes, um, you know, it's not, it's not huge, but I think that what has to happen, there's a couple things that need to happen to improve that one is going to be that I need to really, what happens is that. I'll get a batch of fucking uh, episodes together. And then when I have time, I'll upload them all. What I really need to do is to upload them after each episode and spend that extra 15 to 20 minutes and just upload it right then and there. Um, but then that's going to improve the algorithm. And the other thing that I need to do, mm-hmm. you got to box with that algorithm. Logo, yeah, for sure. But the other thing that we need to do to box the algorithm, the, the algorithm, the algorithm is I need to fucking tell you guys to, uh, like comment and subscribe. Um, if, like, uh, on, on it, you know what I mean? To leave a comment so that to rate it, um, so that fucking we go up on the tier, uh, of what happens. Um, so yeah, man, I think that uh, I think that that's what's gotta that gotta happen next. And um, I think you, I think YouTube is the next big jump for all of us radio, um, and I think it should be the next big jump for a lot of NFT uh, spaces because I, I've said it before. You guys probably see me mention it on Twitter. It's like you're wasting your time if you're on spaces and you're not recording it and monetizing it or trying to put it up in any way. So Eddie, how do you can you explain that? What do you mean by on YouTube too? Like, how do you envision doing both? So, I mean, really what, really what you have to do is you would either have to take your, your route and do a straight video and kind of have like a, you know, a video of going back and forth from me, Britt and Lord Lord and upload that whole thing as a whole. And, and then your other, your other option is to come up with like visuals and stuff that would take place of that audio. Cause the thing is, is we already play with the audio. We already put it on Spotify. I extracted, I put skits out. Um, I pinned a couple to the top, but like we already do that part we just need to take we need to either take the step further to like create some sort of visual of like uh you know just b-roll or maybe maybe it is actual footage of us but um i think that will be the next level i see a lot of the popular podcasts they actually do come from youtube they don't you know i don't know too many ones that are coming from twitter and i think that clips on tiktok are going to be important as well I got to get my TikTok game on, bro. I really do. Because I have, I have great short clips. I have awesome short clips. I just need to, I need to take the time to like understand TikTok. Because I should have did it three years ago, four years ago when, you know, the, the platform popped up. But, you know, every time you feel like, oh, it's too late. It's too late. And then the platform gets bigger and it gets more of an audience and it gets more eyes on it. And then you still feel like you're too late. And that's probably one of the biggest curses of like, feeling like you're experienced and in the game and you're doing content is because when the page turns, you want to be there, but you also don't want to be late too. You don't want to be late to any of these parties. I will say too, though, like um, since you're, we are where we are, TikTok, the American government is very, the chief, the head of the FBI is ridiculously like scared about TikTok right now. Um, I know that you, I know you missed the train on that dope ass algorithm that pushes content. I do think right now you're very, we're still early to YouTube shorts. So I think shorts is the the move, but I am like, I know people are, there, things are looking grim at Twitter uh, right now, but I really believe if they can manage to launch Vine, I'm so excited for that. I think this, that will take this platform For to sure. another level. Yes. 
Vine was nuts, bro. There was a lot of content creators that came out of that era. That was a that was a moment. That was a moment in, in social media for sure. And I'll tell you, no I'm doubt. actually shocked that Pio's stuff uh, doesn't get as much traction on TikTok as I thought it would. I'm I'm actually like you see like BitBoy there, uh, Crypto Windy, um, you know the, the, these folks, and they're and they've blown up on that area. But I'm shocked that Pio hasn't. And I guess maybe because it's a new platform for them i don't i don't really know um but i, I was looking i was like oh wow I, I tripped out that um yeah man they just weren't getting more one of the cool things well, it, um, it is you know <laughs> i think talk pretty much mentioned this earlier though where it's like you know there are you know there's there's videos and there's content so that you're trying to create and these things could actually pop off at a later time like he i think he said he, he found someone when they have like a low amount of followers um, and, and like, there's a later time where that person could put in the work that, you know, that interview becomes like, you know, part of, part of his like first set of interviews. And I've had that experience on YouTube. I have like, it's not crazy because it didn't, it didn't escalate really fast, but I have like 13,000 subscribers on YouTube. And that, that didn't come from me just like sharing clips every day, nonstop. I actually shared clips that people didn't fuck with for months, maybe years. And then like the subject of that video would like end up popping off, doing something crazy, uh, going viral in some sort. And it would feel like my, it would feel like my YouTube video was like a penny stock. And in that sense, like all of a sudden it got a good deal or a good, a good look at the search engine and boom, flies off. I'm talking like I've had videos that were sitting there for a year, a year and a couple months, never, you know, less than a hundred views, less than 20 views. And then one day it just doesn't stop getting shared and 5,000 views this day and 10,000 tomorrow. And, you know, I've, I, I've, I've tried to be consistent. And I think this NFT content and like really spreading like, you know, web three information will, will resonate more on YouTube. Um, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get my, you know, trying to get my talk three much type of video game up on Twitter, but you know, we, we're going to branch out to YouTube and we're going to be doing some on there too. Bro, I'll say this, guys. This one thing people underestimate about content is is definitely the discipline. Like, I wake up and I've been posting a video a day almost all year. And I took a, like I've been taking a five day break because I literally we my company we hired an editing team. And so what we what I want to do is um, number one, I'm aligning myself with my company brand. But uh, number two, I don't want to have to wake up and take a large portion of my day to create these videos. I feel you guys like. This I think a big part of the challenge for every creator is I know you guys, you guys have three of you. You guys have your own personal lives. The challenge for every creator, every creator can get good content out, but it's getting enough as fast as, as Eddie just said. The speed, um, being at the platforms at the right time. I think it's each creator finding their own uh, routine, just like Lord Lord said, where he has to spend an extra fifteen to twenty minutes, and how he was self aware about that. We all have, we are all, every creator has that like little self-aware inside of them. They're like, oh, I should be doing this. You actually should listen to that voice and do that, I think. So yeah, I think it's the challenge for each creator is to get control of their schedule and be able to get organized and pump it out in quantity. Yeah, and I think as, as you pump it out in quantity, you can, you can find that, like, you won't have to catch every, you know, every trend or every, you know, mass trending viral content like you don't have to chase all that when you when you're making content and it's it, you know it's within your routine and you're kind of doing it that way i think you'll end up catching guys that 
you know, you'll catch the attention of people like Top 3 Much who haven't blown up yet. Or you'll have like Lore Lord found NFT God before he blew up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and these guys come back to the podcast to like show love and stuff because they realize, oh, there's like a genuineness with your brand. And that's like another set of consistency because it's like, oh, we're going to be creative every day. But it's like, if you're just going to be consistent too, people will fuck with that. Like that's, that's its own branding right there. So. And I think another thing too, uh, the, that separates us is that, I don't know, man, we like to fucking have fun like that. That's the big thing. We're like, we don't do the drama bit. We don't do like, it it fucking doesn't exist here, bro. We fucking like to like, just have fun because fuck everything at this point. It doesn't matter what the market is or whatever's happening. Um, I don't know, man. Like we enjoy, I fucking love drinking beers with Eddie and Britt. That's crazy, right? I'm in Philly, but like, I love drinking with my friends in LA. Um, those, those spaces are some of the most fun fucking spaces. Our 69th episode was, uh, that shit was wild. And that shit went on for like two and a half hours. Uh, wait, the longest space that we've done, but it was so fucking fun. I love doing giveaways. Uh, oh yeah. Speaking of giveaways, you should leave a comment. Uh, or interact with this tweet somehow so that when it, when, I, when it comes down to it, I can pick a winner for tonight's DJN coffee. Um, I forgot it was Thursday. So leave a comment, like, make a like, retweet, do something so I can find something to, um, to do that. But fucking, uh, and the other thing is that we all have like different things that we bring to the table. Eddie fucking brings a shit ton of knowledge about like sneaker culture, um, the street game. Um, Britt brings the fucking the astrology uh, report, a much needed uh, uh, a female voice like in Web three, which I think is fucking absolutely awesome. Um, the astrology report, uh, and then we don't take anything too seriously. Like you love heard. the astrology report. Yeah, I love dude. that. By the way, we 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 don't take anything too seriously either. We have the fucking those ads that are just like funny, funky, weird, um, completely out there ads that like, uh, I don't know, man. And we just, uh, just enjoy it, dude. Like make the show, make the space fun. Even if there's something fucked up happening, fuck it, dude. We're here. <laughs> it's too late Y'all, now. I'll give you guys this. You guys are, I everybody on Twitter, I have to listen to more spaces, but I've been more blown away by this one more than any other space. And I also like, like, um, uh, I like the innovative things you guys are trying to do, like going out and so these ad tokens. Let me get this straight. So your users, your viewers out in the audience right now could buy an ad token and you guys premiere it at the beginning of the space or how does it work? Yes, exactly that. And, and, and here's the thing, man, it doesn't have to be for just a product or a service. It can be for a birthday. It can be to insult a friend. Uh, it could be to fucking make me look crazy. Like the first ad is about a joke, an inside joke that Bibbles did. Cause he loves fucking chaos. Um, about me having to do an ad about my dog shitting all over the, the house in the middle of me doing spaces because he's fucking old and shit. So there's been more than one time that I've had to clean up shit off the floor in the middle of a space. Um, so that ad, dude, uh, I usually don't play it when we have guests anymore because like, I don't want to turn them off, um, but I'm happy to play it for if you want to hear it, dude. It's it's fucking crazy. Is it is it the ad of the dog, of the dog shooting? Or are you picking up shit off the floor? If it is, I want to hear it. All right, here we go, man. <laughs> uh, oh, my I'm God. Do, only bro. doing it for you, bro. I'm I want to hear this motherfucker. Yep, put it out. Yeah, man, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so let's fucking, let's kick this motherfucker off in three, two, one. All right, man. 
check it out, bro. Uh, fucking uh, Bibbles, put us up to this. Uh, we gotta come in, fucking let him know that he's been nominated to the fucking board. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My, my dog, my dog just fucking, my dog just shit everywhere. Uh, give me, give me just a second here, ladies and gentlemen, just a second. Is this still part of the ad? Damn, that sucks. And we're back. So fucking, uh, yeah, man. Make sure that you fucking check out Bibbles, the new Dow dude, the baker, the man who goes, ah, fuck. He keeps, he just keeps fucking, god damn it. He just keeps shitting. Um, we're going to have to fucking, just give me, give me a second. Just give me a second here, guys. Just a second. I think we're good. Let me just wipe this. Let me just wipe this. Oh, God, it's so fucking gross. Uh, 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 uh. All right, we're back. Hey, man, look, check it out. You got to fucking, you got to check out Bibbles, man. Uh, Bibbles, he's making things go down over there at the Dow, bro. He's making it pop on, pop off, pop left, pop right. Look, man, Creeps Dow 21, they're doing a giveaway. Mint a Creeps Dow token. Uh, for a 1 in 100 chance to win a Creeps Genesis. Look, man, it's that fucking easy. Uh, you get a banker in the business and things just start rolling out um, like shit through a dog's ass. Um, but make sure that you fucking check out the Creeps Dow 21 Creeps giveaway. Uh, mint one, man. Mint one. What do you got to lose? Be a part oh, of the greatest yeah. brand to ever exist <laughs> and the greatest Dow to ever make it happen. You've got Bibbles making it happen left, right, up, down, all around. The Creeps Dow holds over 100 creeps and is among the biggest whales in the project. Token grants voting power in the Dow. Mint price only 0. 0.042. Oh, I'm sorry. 0. 0.420. 69. And so that's uh, Did your that's it, dude. Wow. Dude, that was actually one of the funniest ads I've heard. I cannot believe you recorded that. Like, when you sat... I, I was just going to say, when you were going on about your spiel and you stopped it and said, hold on, my dog, like the music stopped and you said, my dog's taking the shit. If you made a video <laughs> clip of that, that would have gone you, viral for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, did you hear the other ads? I'm just curious. Did you hear the trait merch ad? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, but good, I, was, good, good, I, was, good. I was more focused on the, the what, what happened with the other, like at the end after your spiel of the dog shitting. Oh, that's uh. That, oh, I, I stopped the commercial, man. I, I'd have to. It's uh, uh, lizard ladies, man. The 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 lizard ladies ad, and then it's the uh, the trait merch ad. Well, that was I. I was more so. I was just hilarious. So you were you paired that in with the dog shitting? Like there was an, actually an ad while the dog was shitting. Oh no! So how do oh, I? Oh, that was the Dow. No, no, that was the Crips Dow. Yeah, that was the Crips Dow. Oh, yeah, okay. so he, I was like, whoa, that's kind of great. I was like, whoa, they're awesome something here. No, oh yeah, okay. no, so Creep Dow is actually. I mean, there is a Dow for the Creeps that was set up, and Bibbles happened to be uh, put on as a signatory um, on there. I believe it was signatory. And anyways, that he wanted his ad to be focused on the Dow with this hidden nasty meaning or theme in the background. <laughs> he didn't give me very much instruction. It, it was he. In fact, the the thing was blank. He just told me in text message, "Yeah, I was gonna do one of. Uh, I, I was gonna do one where I was gonna make you talk about the dog shitting." And then he's like, "But I think I'll use my ad token for the Dow." But then he just sent the fucking ad token and didn't give me any fucking instructions about it at all. So I just got those two things and put it together. And uh, what I did is I said, "Hey, I, I legally have to do this ad," um, and so I did it with Eddie and Britt 
on we did it live on the show and uh they were like oh my god they were shocked by it they're like did did the dog really in real time yeah so their reactions are genuine to that like oh my god did that really happen so i hope that explains it. i hope we're explaining okay yo pj came up here he might he might have something to add to that (laughs) i just i just wanted to say that was fucking hilarious i've listened to your show a lot of times but i never am there for like the second it starts so i actually never heard the ad for the Dow, <laughs> and, and yeah i sent you some details and then bibbles was like oh i have an ad token i was like all right like i already told him some stuff and, and then i guess the the connection that's never the direction made. he went in <laughs> but um yeah i thought the dog shitting part i thought the whole time i thought you were shitting on bibbles because bibbles loves to shit on everyone for fun it's <laughs> and everybody fucking come in their wallets uh by the way talks three months just so you know there is actual there is a legitimate banker somewhere in america getting high off of edibles uh fantasizing about shit uh and fucking uh, tuning into lizard spaces in the middle of the day i want to say in the middle of the fucking work day um but i wanted to let you know that 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 person exists and then sits on the board of the dow um so this is a true american story this is real um yeah man that that fucking that's a real thing who who is this person (laughs) (laughs) tell me about this legend uh just fucking let's see if we can let's see if we can pin one of his tweets let's see what he's got here yo yo talk pretty much you have to tell us it was it just because you were I mean, a hundred percent in Web three that you wanted to change it from talk too much to talk three much, or or what happened? I feel like that happened really quick. But y'all want y'all want me to be honest about something I've never been honest about publicly. Absolutely. I I really like I want to surpass Gary B. I think I'm younger. I'm 27. I just turned 27. I think I'm ahead of his pace, and I think I'm more creative than him. And I think he's the best operator in our space. And I, you know, he has the in in the UFC. He would be the champion. He has the strap. So I I kind of want to take his strap. You know, I think he, he's very similar skill set to mine. And, uh, yeah, I guess when I saw Vayner NFT go to Vayner 3, I just I was like, mmm. It didn't sit well with me, though. Like, even though they just changed the name, I was, like, jealous. I was like, mmm, interesting. I was, like, trying not to hate on them. So, and I was like, I just changed my name to talk pretty much. So, yeah, that's that's literally why it's, I give I give Vayner NFT changed their name. Yeah. That's it. It feels special. That's the first time you shared that with us here That's on, fire, on this bro. show. Love that. Thank you. All of us Warlord exclusive. Is a, he's an ex-holder of the sperm whale, so he has a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of animosity towards Gary for not doing anything for that sperm whale. But. Well, that, that's actually why I sold it. Is uh, well, I got the sperm whale number one because again, chaos, mayhem, uh, degenism. Uh, if I was going to get one, it was going to be the funny one, and sperm whale was the funniest one. It was the most incomplete one, and he swore at that time that he was going to make that like uh, uh, the 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 Mickey Mouse of the whole collection. That was going to be like Shamu of Sea World. It was going to be um, the shit, and then he. Just didn't do anything with it man um it never made it to any of the toys or anything like that i was like this motherfucker lied uh and i've been following gary v for a long time and the fact that he fucking lied um i don't fucking uh, I, i'm dropping it you know what i'm saying 
Um, and then I got a mutant with that. And then I lo- I fucking uh, tried to do a quick flip on something else, lost everything. And uh, and fucking now we're right here, bro. But uh, I do want to get a V friend again just so I can go to VCon. Um, but that, it, it, the other thing that I didn't like about it was the community, bro. Um, I, I mean, I get positive. I get positivity, bro. I am a, a positive motherfucker, bro. I am fucking hyper positive. But over there, bro, it's so fucking positive. Like, I want to choke a motherfucker. I can't be that it's nice all the time. Though. Bro, I can't do it all the time. You know what I started doing when I had the V-Friend? I would go in. They had a place for lore. And I would write these crazy fucked up stories um, about fucking what, how, how V-Friends came to be. Like, uh, the gift goat fucking fell into a nuclear plant in Russia. His bones started crushing and cracking all over, and that's why he turned into a box, and now he fucking you worked for Putin. <laughs> yeah, dude, he worked for Putin, and fucking uh, he just had to shit out gifts You're all the time. Oh so. my god. Lord. Yeah, we cannot have you hanging around with the toxic positivity. What happened? Guys. What happened, Lord? What happened after you 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 put this stuff in their Discord? It got the most likes out of any fucking lore that was in that whole fucking shit. Uh, people were like, "Oh, this is very interesting," and then people started doing requests for it, like, "Hey, bro, can you do this one?" And then so yeah, man, I started fucking doing them, and then they would give me like two at a time, and so I fucking do two. Um, yeah, man, that's what that's what happened. But then. Uh, yeah. Yo, I actually went back into Z Friends Discord a couple weeks ago and went to go look for some of these crazy stories, and I only see your replies above and after them. <laughs> they right. your, uh, yeah, they deleted the big paragraphs. They only have your responses and like your your uh, communication in between those. But uh, that's but, yeah, hilarious. They probably kept it up because I was a holder at that point. You know what I mean? And it was so fucking off brand uh, of fucking like V friends at all. It was just completely the opposite. But again, chaos, mayhem, um, insanity. That That's what I'm a fan of. Apparently that- so is he. He's out here stealing from grandmas and children. Wait, what? Oh, no. Brittany's going to bring up the... He always got some news right here. Tell him, tell him, Brittany, tell him. No, his whole his whole project was based off of this grandma's art, and Polly oh, yeah. broke the story, and and it's kind of sad because she really was doing this for the love of her art, and then here comes some corporate guy to just steal it all and make millions off of it you know she has no voice in this space no she doesn't none none she gets none Uh, and i heard that story and i saw that art and i was like i guess like bro send her some empathy one Uh, just no one cares about your shit ground you didn't even know what an nft was you knew nothing about it gary didn't say empathetic elephant that's never been fucking thought of before has it never you were the first person to ever come up bro it with... looks exactly the same <laughs> bro it was an eager eagle and it was exactly the same oh my god dude yeah eager eagle fucking that's goddamn fucking uh uh yeah i don't know man uh pretty pig pink pig uh fucking like come on man i, I don't know i just don't I don't. I don't think Grandma has a leg to stand on, and it's probably because she has. I need the boo sound right now. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> this, is one, this is one time that I'm fucking for Gary V. Absolutely fucking Gary. Take her fucking money. Uh, she doesn't have because a leg. Because you're a 
Yeah, he did. Hey, but I got it at point five. I got it at mint, so I was good. Um, I fucking made money on that one. I lost it all, but I made money on that one. Um, fuck yeah, bro. bro. You know Gary V. You know Gary V. Pulled up to a little fucking, uh, you know, a little garage show, and then saw these books and was like, "Oh, it's a wrap. It's over." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take this and make a million bucks. Watch yard sailing, guys. This is why we yard sail. Uh, my problem is like this. Is my problem is I, I do, I, I don't mind a lot of what he does, but when like that's exactly my problem is when he's advocating, telling people to spend. I mean, maybe he's talking to, like, the people who really need it, in which case I'll take it back. But, like, bro, spending your time going to yard sales, bro, go find a job or something. There's way better side hustles than yard sales. I'm saying there's, there is way better side hustles than flipping toys off yard sales. That's my one problem. The content was great, though, you know, with him and Content was amazing. And, yeah, content was actually was awesome. pretty impressive. I was actually, how the fuck is he doing this? Yeah, like, I was like, was, was... factor in the time that you just spent having your whole team fucking research every one of those yeah, projects. He, he hired five people to go with him to do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Taking pictures of it and posting it on. You know that that's, that, that's where, I, and hey, look, when it comes to doing any of these things, I do think that that's where the hardest parts are. For me, it's fucking sitting down and fucking uh, uh, to, to upload the episode on Spotify. It will probably eventually be for Eddie fucking uh, making sure the clips get uploaded to YouTube. Fucking if you're a reseller, it's having to take pictures of that shit. Fucking first of all, it's the time that it takes to source it, the time that it takes to take pictures of it, to find like the right pricing for it, to upload it, to deal with the shipping. Bro, we're at pennies when we're done with it. Well, Eddie, you were in the resale game. What was What was it like for you? I mean, it's still hard, bro. Like, I end up, I have to end up with like mass amounts of stuff for me to be like, all right, it's worth taking pictures. Yeah, basically, I have to batch. I have to batch my pictures, just like when people want to batch their content. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take six videos today. You know, I might need to do a shirt change in the middle of the day just to, you know, make sure that when this clip gets off, people aren't like, yo, this guy did 20 clips the same day. And, and I think that's what it is. And when it comes to selling this, you got to batch it all up. You know, you can't just sell one shirt every day. You kind of got to sell, you got to do pictures of 10 shirts and post them all at once and like flood, you know, flood the timeline or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not easy. Eddie, I, I do guys, I got to leave in like five, 10 minutes, but I'm just curious about some, how, what do you mean resale game? Like what, what are you doing in there? Uh, you know, just like streetwear. Um, I mean, if you're, I don't know if you're into like any hype clothing, anything like that. But um, but like ComplexCon is this week. Brittany and I never miss ComplexCon. So like, we'll pull up to ComplexCon by you know get that little shopping experience, and then uh, you know buy stuff at retail, and um, you know hopefully flip stuff. Hopefully you know get stuff for free and, and sell that. Maybe keep it depending on you know how I'm feeling as a collector that day. And, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's the resale game right there, you know, like selling on Grails and Depop and, and I, I, even just those, those are like, those are way better hustles than going out to a fucking garage sale. Bro. So that's such a good hustle Two years, the year before COVID, we stood in line at Rude for Ruigi's Swarovski collab. And I don't know, it was like a three hour line. I was just standing there so upset. We got all of the Swarovski long sleeves. And sold each of them for like four hundred dollars online on eBay on Depop. Shipped that shit out. Upset we didn't get more, but yeah, like that is such a huge come up. The tip, the tickets are expensive to go, but if you know what you're doing, you're obviously going to make that money back. 
Yo, talk pretty much before you head out. Do you want to point the audience to where they can find you? Are you on any other social medias? And uh, and obviously, you know, let them know when JPEGs and Eggs uh, comes on tomorrow. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I follow. Let me pull up my Instagram. If you guys want, follow me on Instagram at uh, look up talk the number three much dot eat. So talk three much dot eat on Instagram. Um, but what I was gonna say is. I'm very, uh, really quickly, I just want to touch on that. What's it called? Complex Con? Yeah, this Saturday we'll be there. And and it's it's for fashion? Fashion, Web3, everything. I'm going to be recording the whole event. I'll post it on Twitter so you can see, like, they have really good vegan food. Um, it's There's a lot of Web3 artists that are going to be there. Coinbase is going to be there on Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday they always have, like, a massive concert. So I'm just going to really yeah. How much like are tickets? They're like ninety dollars. Uh, what? Ticket. Yeah, and it's in Long Beach, California. So it's super fun. Like last year, Dan- Danny Cole set up there. A few Oshas came through and set up a booth there. And yeah, you're just walking shoulder to shoulder with giants. Interesting. Okay. Speaking of Danny Cole, by the way, he's we're in co- my company's in negotiations with him. He might be one of our advisors. So nice little. Uh, Bro, silver. tell him to bring back creatures. I spent so much fucking money on that. Tell him. Wait, wait. Danny Coolman cool Dan? Or? Oh, Danny Cole. Oh, no, no. Oh, but Danny Cole's my homie. Danny Cole's a cool guy, too. Yeah, yeah. What what happened with Creatures? That's Danny Cole. Next, the, the next things he's focused on is not Web3. And I was like, clearly, because he let the project go to zero. Yeah, what? I think he's on pat- it's not at zero. It's at like point two or something. Oh, he- point two, okay. What? He did that? Yeah, he said he's going to be all hey, Lord, 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 do you remember Gary V shilling Danny Cole? A lot. Yeah. That, he told all of us Danny Cole was the guy to bet on. I believed in him. Yeah. Me too, man. Me too. I still fuck with him. I honestly, I love his art, and it just sucks that the art hasn't really... I mean, there's a lot of metas that haven't happened. You know, photography meta hasn't happened. Fucking... You know, one-on-one art meta really hasn't happened. Like, there's, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that, you know, it's still... No, his art really is amazing. It does make you feel something. I love how he combines the colors with nature and, like, the oneness of having, all like, uh, we're all, like, one creature. It's it's totally a vibe, the story behind it. I love the art. I just wish that I had a little bit of profit or something. I could say, like, yeah, like, the art is great and the project's up, but... I just want to say something like, and I'm a big part of community, but just a a lesson learned here is through all this art, like it's good to release art and have a community behind it. But either I think you have to create a value proposition with your art. So like he he kept saying he would build a a universe or something. That's what I I guess I was was hoping more is like do something with your art that keeps the community engaged. So, yeah, I think that's something a lesson learned is I think. A lot of these operators, after they come out, they mint. They gotta, in my opinion, constantly improve and, and look ways to deliver value. I think something as small for him as doing a private art party in different cities uh, would be fucking dope. Um, or if he were doing an art show and folks got into the the art show for free um, that were holders. I don't know. I think th- things like that, where you get to meet other artists uh, in in whatever scene, I think that's a cool one. Um, I don't know. I think there's tons that could still be done with it. So, no, he does do some good real life events. He had like painting in the park at NFT NYC. He had the the see the psychic. He had paint the mural. He had 
he had quite a few events and then he does have like private art shows and he lets some of like the more i don't know active i want to say i guess team members or whatever go but his pieces are like two thousand dollars twenty five hundred dollars for what he's selling us a wise man once said stop talking about what you're gonna build and start talking about what you just built let's fucking go alpha fuck yeah man uh hey eddie yeah that's funny (laughs) (laughs) that's a good tweet talk three months let's fucking go ladies and gentlemen fucking that wraps up episode motherfucking 77 god damn we keep going motherfucker i don't do this for one of us i do it for all of us uh fucking that's why we're here monday through thursday 9 p.m eastern standard time fucking uh we're talking nfts uh, having drinks. Wait, who's the next guest? What, who's our next guest? What do we got? We're kicking off Monday. Now is a good time to tell who that guest is. What I gotta do here is just jump there. I gotta close that. I gotta open this is what I gotta do. And then we'll see here. We're gonna go here. We're gonna open up this drive. Uh, the shared one. And then we're gonna go here. What we'll do is we will look at copy of weekly guest calendar. And then we're gonna, we are booked, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to let, let you know we are booked until December. Uh, December is when we'll start be able to book more guests. Um, let me see here. What is Monday? We did 14. Zealous app. We're going to have Zealous app. It says a Spotify for conversations. Um, they appear to be confirmed and ready to go. That will be episode 78 going down on Monday. Until then, make sure you check out the ad token. Um, fucking check out NRN. Fucking check out uh, JPEGs and eggs tomorrow morning, dog. Uh, fucking thank you so much, man. Um, talk three months. You were an awesome guest, bro. Really do appreciate you coming on, man. Everybody, uh, if you guys are interested, I'll show my company. I'm in my bio, there's a company called Timely Platform. That's the product we're releasing. We're coming out with a project. I'll definitely tell Lore. I'll contact Lore when we do. I'm going to give you guys uh, some quick little alpha. I don't know if any of you know who Nikola Jokic is, but that's my boss's best friend. Uh, we're, if we perfect our product, we he'd be one of another one of our advisors. So we're really trying to build this up. I'm definitely going to go go to Lore and ask to give out whitelist spots when we drop our, our product and project. Um, so we actually do have a, a nice little platform I'm like excited to, to show, to debut. So if everybody, I would be grateful if any of you followed it, but if not, I'll, I'll earn your follow one day eventually with that, with that account. So love you all. And I just want to say no joke, Lore, Eddie, Brittany, you guys, I'm, I can't say the best because Rug Radio is insane, but I definitely think your production skill wise is the best spaces I've on Twitter, to be honest with you, <laughs> well, I'm not even front. I'm not even front. I got it. I got That's it. That's honest. I appreciate that. I got to show you. I got to give y'all your, your flowers. Bro, we fucking thank you, man. Thank you so much, bro. That fucking uh, that that makes us feel so fucking good around here, um, homies. Next time we're fucking back on on Monday, babies. Uh, we keep this shit going, dog. I love you all. Peace. <laughs>